0: All right, here we are for our little This Week in Outrage live chat. Um, before we get started and uh, get going, we I just talk a little bit about what this is about and contrast it with my normal podcast. So I, I have an actual podcast called Outrage Overload that's scripted and uh, pretty formal. And we talk to, I, I don't know if formal is the right word, but tries to be sort of serious about outrage in society and politics. And I interview scientists and researchers and authors, things like that. And we talk about uh, important issues like that and research around that. And uh, that show is scripted and, and edited heavily. And this little thing we do, which is a lot of fun, is we talk about just kind of chat about some random things that happened this week. See if we can find what things were in the news, what things were in the memes, what's been going on out there what were we outraged about what what is maybe some other fun things to try to find some humor in it if we can so I'm here tonight with Lisa
1: hello baby
0: hey and um, and we'll kind of g- start diving in so we missed last week so I had a gigantic list and I sort of culled it all down because uh, it's just too much going on so I, d- I pulled out a lot of stuff I still have a lot so I don't know where you want to start well
1: we might just dig on your list okay because i'm sure i list over there's probably some
0: overlap i'd be be surprised if there weren't a few overlaps um i don't so the the
1: big thing is what outrage uh what was the most outrageous to you today and i had that whole thing about that um girl that was missing in atlanta or alabama i'm sorry where she did the 911 call because she saw a toddler on the side of the road and she says there's a toddler on the side of the road here Get, you know, you need to send somebody. So she stopped and then suddenly she was missing. She was missing for several days and now she's back home. What about the toddler? Well, that's all a mystery.
0: All things a mystery.
1: Yeah, we don't know really where she's been, but a good thing she's home safe. But uh, she'd returned home on foot, so we don't know what that means. It's unclear where she had been since there's Thursday night. But anyway, that was. So un- there's
0: a lot of unopened, unanswered questions about that.
1: It's my favorite thing a story that's half a story.
0: Yeah, I know. It's frustrating. But they
1: just don't have the um,
0: details yet. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I have to say that sometimes, I guess, for the stuff that I pick, maybe the uh, name outrage of the week isn't even right because most of these are just sort of news items. From- they don't all outrage me they're just like stuff that's out there now some of them are kind of sometimes it outrages me for all these side things that we talk about like they leave half the story out or they kind of the headline doesn't match the news or whatever Right,
1: it makes me crazy but it's not because of, sometimes it's not because of what the story is talking about it's because of what they left out of the story or how yeah. they did the story
0: right so. yeah Exactly. So that, that that gets me I get frustrated about that a lot of times, but mostly I just grabbed a few a few kind of I don't know grab some of the news. i mean, there's just too many. I mean, there were so Well, a many
1: lot of things. them are. Hmm.
0: Well, or it's kind of the same thing repeated again, but uh, stuff like that. But I um, I don't know if this one how you feel about this one. But did you see the Iowa passed the six week abortion ban?
1: I can't believe Iowa did.
0: I know Iowa it seems what odd happened that there? Iowa. What happened there? I thought yeah, I thought Iowa was a little bit more moderate of a place. It seems pretty.
1: Let's let's back up a little bit. We start we start out with full guns blazing, but let's say I hope that wherever you're at right now you're staying cool. Oh yeah. Um it's hot as F.
0: And then they have flooding on the northeast. Right.
1: Right. So um Yeah, it's the apocalypse for sure.
0: Yeah, you've got like two two heads of this coin two sides of this coin. I mean, it's super hot in bunch of the country and it's super wet in other parts of the country. Yeah, so
1: thank you for joining us, but I hope that you guys are um staying safe.
0: We are literally going to try to do this show in the pool one time.
1: (laughs) (laughs) We actually tried to figure out how we could do it in the pool, but
0: um. (laughs) we're gonna try that.
1: But, But hey. But anyway, yeah. So okay, but they. Uh,
0: So I guess a question that I have about that, which I guess I didn't research enough about that Iowa abortion bill, is that what's the popularity of that with the populace as opposed to the legislature? You know what I mean? Like they passed the thing, but is the populace actually in favor of that?
1: How come I always thought Iowa was pretty progressive?
0: Uh, you might be thinking of Minnesota, but... No,
1: I'm thinking of Iowa.
0: I always think of Iowa as being pretty moderate. Like, they're kind of the sane ones in the country.
1: <laughs> exactly. So what happened here?
0: Right. So it seems like it's odd. I was kind of... I shouldn't say it's odd, but I was kind of surprised that that happened in Iowa. But I, I am curious to see if... What this... How popular this, these kind of measures are with the population at large like you know most of this polling shows most people are in favor of some kind of um abortion rights you know uh whether it's you know what terms and what what rules and all that what do you mean the population in america is like 70 percent, maybe it's a it's a huge popula- percentage that favors m- more abortion rights okay um as as you know and that's you know even some of these um red states had things get turned over uh, in their in their state, so I mean, it's it's a it's it's not popular. These these real um, aggressive abortion bans, uh, they're not popular, you know, very many places, even in red states. So, you know, I, I kind of I'm kind of curious about Iowa as the, you know, as a if, if what the polling looks like for, you know, the the state at large, whether the populace is actually in favor of this. Um, And I should have looked that up first and I didn't really look at that. But I was curious to just kind of chat about it and see if you had seen, if it had crossed your radar and what you thought about it.
1: No, the Iowa thing had not. And I would have reached out to our friend living in Iowa and saying, what's what's going on?
0: Yeah.
1: I actually saw this very interesting. um, You know how we, you and I always make this joke. Well, that's actually not a joke at all. In fact, that when our, um, um when our son was in middle school and when the other kids were uh heading middle school we completely downloaded the schoolhouse rock things and showed them all that right and um so i actually saw a new updated schoolhouse rock that say we keep looking for the president to change laws and the presidents don't change law the guys that we vote for every two years those are the ones that change laws and we don't go out and vote for them right What's the story there? Well, that also
0: kind of gets back into our sort of local political activity too. Like your local politicians often have more influence on your lives than uh, way more national. And you don't even know who they are. (laughs) None of us know who they are. Well, um, one that I thought was, you know, kind of one of those. I'm curious to talk about this one a little bit. Did you hear that? Did you see that the Secret Service closed the probe into cocaine found at oh, the White oh, House? Oh, <laughs> look what I have up. On, no, I
1: totally. Look what I have up on my thing. This was the first thing I had to talk about. Cocaine found
0: in the west Ring, but we don't know who. Right. they, they, we don't they cl- know. we're they closing
1: closed, it. We're closing we're it. We're
0: closing it. No suspect identified. Officials say no fingerprints or leads were discovered. Okay. So, you know, um, this seems impossible like you don't just wander around the White House and get to do whatever you want everything they know where you are all the time yes so you yes know.
1: there you can't tell me there's not tons of cameras all over there yeah they know who has that
0: yeah so that seems incredibly fishy <laughs>
1: That's, that's nuts.
0: <laughs> I'm... And we're just going to close the case.
1: Yeah, we're just going to close it. I
0: mean, I'm sure this is not the first time this kind of thing has happened. I know it was never reported or found out or leaked out. I'm sure this has happened. So this kind of thing has happened so many times between pot or who knows what else, other party substances. But, it just but still, it's weird. just kind of crazy that it does it leaked seem weird out. when
1: Biden's away. So it's kind of like, you know how when Biden, between the time... After Biden was no longer vice president, and then he was always just called his Uncle Joe. We could just call Uncle Joe. Uncle Joe's cool. We can do whatever. <laughs> now it's like right. Now I'm really, <laughs> feeling, I'm really feeling like the um, like he's um, the house dad. Uncle Joe's away. The Uncle Joe's away. The children are playing. Yeah. Yeah. It's like what the hell.
0: I thought that was interesting. That they kind of quietly. But told also, that. here's
1: the other thing. There's been cocaine in the in the White House for many, 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 many administrations. Oh yeah,
0: exactly. That's what yeah for
1: sure. What? How did they find it? Where was it? Is this and how did it leak?
0: Because I think normally it's there; it never leaks. Nobody leaks it out. So somebody wanted to leak this out.
1: Someone told somebody, right? Yeah. Yeah, I'm sure that there is a, a a closet somewhere in the White House known as the cocaine closet.
0: Yeah. All right. Well, you want to grab one off your list? Um, I have a few serious ones and a few kind of funny ones. Well, They're not funny, but you know, not, okay, not too serious. You ones. and
1: I kind of went into this, this because this is kind of old. But you and I kind of went into this where, um, so Marjorie Taylor Greene was uh, kicked out of the Freedom Caucus.
0: Well, she was, or she wasn't. We're not sure.
1: Okay, so that's all changed again. Right. And I'm not quite sure what that means. So that was I was going to ask you, what does that mean that she was kicked out of the Freedom Caucus? What's the Freedom Caucus? Does that really have, is that really a government there or is that one of these side pack
0: groups? It's just like a side group, yeah, that kind of identify themselves in this group. And then they, they, they caucus together and try to come up with ideas. Um, that,
1: Maybe we should define the word caucus.
0: Um, they they organize together they 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 meet together kind of
1: so when your family comes over for pinochle night is that a pinochle caucus
0: <laughs> I think it's only applicable it's one of those words that's only applicable in the, um
1: you know what I don't care I think I'm gonna start calling those night pinochle caucus night
0: yeah okay
1: let's have a pinochle caucus and um, if anybody else plays pinochle yay we need to get more people playing pinnacle.
0: It says a meeting at which local members of a political party register their preference among candidates running for office or select delegates to attend the convention. So I perhaps use it in a larger scope where it's just a faction of people that kind of-
1: But wait a minute, say that again.
0: Well, it's also a conference of members of a legislative body who belong to a particular party or faction. So they, but anyway, I use the word, I mean, I think I use the word in a way that it makes sense, but I'm but using it more broader- first...
1: But the first... the first
0: one said it's a meeting at which local members of political party register their preferences among candidates running for office and select delegates to attend the convention.
1: Okay, stop. So then nobody's a member. Anybody can be a member. You walk in, you say how you feel, and then you're done. How do you get kicked out of that?
0: Right. Well, you get cap. Right. Exactly. I mean, I don't know if they have. Right. I mean, it's not a legal thing. It's not a um You know, it's not a government thing. It's just like they, they're a group that have, that have like this agenda and this mission. And, um, I mean, do they actually publish out like official things? I don't even know. Um,
1: That's weird to me.
0: Oh, you never. well, it's been around for a while. It's kind of a, um, it's kind of a, I don't know people say it's not really related to the old tea party, but it seems like it's a lot of the same people. But it's even hard, more hardline than the than the old than the old Tea Party. Um, it's a con- It's a congressional caucus consisting of Republican members of the United States House. Um, but yeah. So anyway. So um. Yeah. See, they were. Con- it was formed by a group of conservatives from the Tea Party movement.
1: Why and- did they call it a caucus, though? Because a caucus is just a place where you come meet and say how you feel and then it's over you can't be a member of a caucus the caucus is an event
0: right but they're saying they're a, they're this group that has caucuses all the time i <laughs> guess i don't know i know like i say it's a little bit okay, different so medium.
1: now to me that story now is bs
0: right well well no it's but i'm saying that it's this group that's like it's kind of like the, the new tea party i guess you could say right The even hard, more hardline tea party um and started in 2015. So it was like a lot of these guys that now are these hardliners, and they were hardliners They were seen as extremists. And now they pretty much are in charge. You know, I think that they got underestimated a little bit. And
1: Is I, it like, uh, what was that? What's that group that um, the freight, the um, Oh, Jesus Christ. The Jefferson
0: Oh, the state of Jefferson. The state of
1: Jefferson. (laughs) Is it is it it like that?
0: Well, I mean, maybe they're. I don't know. I guess in some ways, I don't know if they're even. Are they slightly less extremists? I mean, state of Jefferson wants to, you know, break away and and uh, you know form their own new country. Um. So I I don't think that's there's I mean, they do have a lot of these radical positions of, like, breaking down government. Like, they want to get rid of most of government. Um, They want to get rid of Department of Energy, Department of Education, all these different departments. Um, The CDC. Well, I don't know about that. That might be on the list now. I don't know if that was always on the list. Um, But anyway, what what, what were we originally talking about? Oh, that she was kicked out of it or not. She was kicked out of it. Right. So it's like a secret. Basically, it's it's Mickey Mouse Club. Okay, it's a secret club.
1: Mickey Mouse is not secret.
0: Well, you know what I mean though. That's true. It's not secret either. But you know, it's a club like that and they were gonna kick her out. But I guess, you know, she said, No, you're not kicking me out, and they said, Oh, okay, I guess we're not kicking you out, right? I mean, it doesn't seem like it makes a lot of sense to me what the whole thing was. Was it a bad report by journalists? Did they pick up the wrong story? They she didn't really get kicked out, or did she really push back and say you can't kick me out because blah, blah, blah. And they said, Oh yeah, I guess we can. so I don't know, you know, I don't really know all the full details on this whole story.
1: Well, to finish finish off with her, because uh, I think she hurts. I think she's hurtful to everybody, by the way. But so her and her um, boyfriend, Matt Gates are suing some um, Twitter groups. OK. Um, one of them being Occ- Occupy Democrats. OK. Um, and um, so they're just. Does, isn't that one thing that their fearless leader Trump always did to sue everybody?
0: Yeah, well, he's always done that for his whole life. Yeah. Way before he was in politics. Yeah. I didn't hear about this.
1: They sued the city of Anaheim and Riverside, as well as the NAACP, California LULAC state organization, um, the Greater Riverside Hispanic Chamber of Commerce, the League of Women Voters uh women's march to action um anarchist riverside the rain cross hospitality management these are all things that they are suing okay and it's like isn't your time better spent
0: is yeah, that sitters cities of riverside and anaheim are in this list right yes yeah. yes yes so, I guess they got one that that part of the suit is something about, um, is something about they, they wanted to have a conference there and those cities said no. In
1: Laguna. Yeah.
0: <laughs> and so they're, they're, they were
1: forced to seek. Oh, collect- they're saying
0: that's a freedom of speech thing. Yeah. Because the government refused to to let them speak there. And, you know, I see how I you know, when they, These kind of lawsuits get filed like as a show voting sort of thing. You know, it's a fine line because they could potentially get in trouble for filing frivolous lawsuits, right?
1: Well, so many people are listed on this, and I'm sure this is just a small list.
0: Yeah. So you wonder how many of these lawsuits will actually go anywhere, right? I mean a lot of times this is just put out there so they can write a press release about it. And then nothing really ever happens. So it'll be curious to see if any of these you know go anywhere and like i say i mean at some point you can start fighting back as frivolous lawsuits right
1: but it's such a waste this is such a waste of resources
0: right but
1: is is gates really not afraid of about all of his stuff resurfacing
0: well, I mean it seems like they've sort of dropped the case on him so he's he's got renewed bravery.
1: He, for someone who's got who's got a lot of stuff that he should be worried about.
0: Yeah. So, I don't know if you saw this this ruling on the Ninth Circuit Court about homelessness. Did you see anything about that?
1: What's the
0: Ninth Circuit? Well, so it's federal courts. You know, it's part of the federal courts. So
1: um, I know but where is that? That's right. Uh
0: the Ninth Circuit Court I think is primarily in the Northwest, I think. Um, but it's one of the biggest ones. Twenty nine appellate judges. Okay. In the western states, for nine western states. Okay. So um and so what it what they what it upheld is that um, cities and towns are not allowed to force homeless people off the streets unless those communities provide adequate shelter for them. Okay. And this case started in Grants Pass, Oregon. Wait, what? Yeah. I mean, they're the one who challenged it because they got told they couldn't do this, so they challenged it and said, we want to do it. We're going to do it anyway, or we want to do it. We so, want
1: to force homeless people off the streets.
0: Right. They wanted to. But they um, said
1: you have to provide them someplace to go.
0: Right. So a, a court decided that Grants Pass's treatment of their homeless population was unconstitutional. Um, They were violating the Eighth Amendment, which says that excessive bail shall not be required, nor excessive fines imposed, nor cruel and unusual punishments inflicted. And so grants pass have been levying fines on homeless people in encampments to deter sleeping outside in public places or using things like cardboard boxes to build shelters. So the city appealed that ruling, but it was upheld. The Ninth Circuit upheld it, which sort of sets a precedent that... um, you know, that, that cities don't have that right to do that now. And so obviously, um, you know, I think it's a complicated issue for sure.
1: Oh, way complicated.
0: And I don't I mean, we already we kind of know that finding and jailing homeless people is not an actual useful solution to this problem. I mean, it may yeah. create some near-term appearances, but nothing really gets better. Um, on the other hand, you know, I mean, I think cities have some rights to probably take some actions and, you know, maybe control where some of this happens, right? I mean, there's certain spaces that maybe you can't just go set up camp wherever you want. Um, so anyway, I think it's it's more complicated than that. But I thought it was interesting that that had gotten upheld. So now we have to see what where this goes next, if there's any place. To, if, they, if, that, if they got kicked out, I don't know enough about whether they can try to override that and take that to a higher court. Um, so I guess we'll. I guess that's an option. I don't know. Um, they would probably like to take it to the Supreme Court and see if they can get a, a more friendly ruling on that case. Well,
1: that goes back to a story that I talked to you about earlier, where it says if every registered church in the every registered church in the United States took on X number of homeless people, how many homeless people would each church have to take to get
0: to end homelessness. To end
1: homelessness, right? Right. Which, by the way, I don't think we can end homelessness. I think that there's right. gonna be people who cannot live in the constructs of. That was I said that word wrong.
0: Doesn't matter. Yeah, I know what yeah. you
1: mean. Can't live within the constructs of what of what uh, a home. You know, they're they're just. Whatever their mental state is, it may not be enough that where they need to be intu- institutionalized, but they cannot live within the rules of, of being uh, living in a home. But if every church in the United States took on X amount of homeless people, how many people would that be? I have to find the source for this, but I remember you and I talking about it right, and it was one they only would have to every church every single registered church that has a uh, non-profit non-profit status status, has to just take one homeless person under their wing right that's it
0: so somebody in that church community or some group or right you know can find a place or make something work for one person right yeah
1: when there are churches who are actually doing stuff doing stuff right but there's other churches who are not right and, that the same and that's thing, one
0: per church. That's not one per church member.
1: No, it's one per church. Right. Yeah. No, not per church member. Yeah. Which shocked me. Right. Uh, that, I was, you had me that guess. Hour, that you hour. had me guess,
0: and I said, I said like 50 the first you time or 50. 20 or something like that.
1: Right. And then the same thing with foster kids in the foster system. You know, that how many kids are in the foster system if each church took on, um, someone in the foster system how many kids would they have to take and it's it's uh 2.5 but by the way that that totally shocked me i did not realize that there were that many kids in the foster system
0: yeah there's so that's basically two and a half times homeless basically right yeah
1: Yeah. wow yeah wow is right
0: well and we've talked a lot about the homeless situation and that's it is a complicated problem but you know, and, and also it's like you can, we talked about how you can get, you can become a little jaded about it if you're dealing with people and, you know, you're walking to work every day and you sort of see the same people and they're, they're not, you know, particularly friendly or, you know, the ones you run into are right. worse and you kind sort of make them a proxy for the entire thing. And you say, well, let's just go kill them all kind of thing because you're so mad at them.
1: Well, wow, that, that's pretty extreme. But well, I yeah. have to
0: say, you know, you're, you, you get so you like, have no empathy at all at some point. You're just right. like, I don't care what happens to them. Those guys bother me every day.
1: We have... We have people that in our family that we are very close with who work in this venue very closely.
0: Right. In several ways.
1: In several ways. Right. And it's not easy. It is not easy.
0: Right. It's a complicated problem.
1: Very complicated problem. And it's to just say, we need to pass this law or that law, it's, that is not- or
0: wave this magic wand. Yeah.
1: Yeah. No.
0: Yeah. But we can well, definitely do more than we're doing.
1: Right. But also, these are institutions that we provide tax-free status to because supposedly they're helping the community. But are they helping the community? <laughs> right. And I grew up in the church, and I'm saying if my church had to take on one homeless person. And, and by the way, um, seeing how the church handled this church that supposedly supported my family for so long, handled when we really needed them. It was fucking disgusting. It was disgusting how we were treated. And these and you know, and I'm thinking like, how is somebody who's like really in need? Supposed to Right, you had
0: alternatives. Not everybody has alternatives.
1: Right, 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 right. right. But, but when you go to this institution that's supposed to be supporting you, right? it was it was fucking disgusting and so i'm just saying that you churches need to if you want to keep your status you need to step up and you need to not just keep getting your tidings and just build bigger buildings right for yourself taller hats yeah <laughs> taller hats
0: <laughs> um well and you know i wonder about this case um you know Will this actually cause some cities to have to change some of the ways that they're dealing with homeless now? Yeah,
1: one hundred percent.
0: Yeah, I and, think so. Yeah, and you do wonder. I was kind of surprised to see that ruling, and I was kind of wondering if it will get, if that would get overturned. I mean, I mean that using that part of the constitution is always kind of iffy because no one seems to have a solid agreement is open to interpretation about what's cruel and unusual what's excessive fines stuff like that right those are very general terms right those can be those can be interpreted a lot of different ways what's excessive so anyway it's it's kind of curious that it got settled that way so talking about circling back to stuff we talked about before I saw something about you know we talked about pedestrian deaths on the rise oh yeah So I'm going to play you a little bit because I didn't go. I didn't go listen to the podcast, and so I don't know all the details. But I saw that they, the Freakonomics podcast, I think you know know that one? (laughs) Mm -hmm. They talked about this issue, and they did. um,
1: They talked about the pedestrian deaths.
0: Yeah, and what they're, you know, they listed as the main reasons were um, car dominance. I guess that just means we have cars are everywhere. I think that I guess that's what that means. Increased distraction. It was kind of like something I mentioned about the The, people looking at their their phones. phones and then faster vehicles which i guess i think it's also not only faster but like you're more isolated from the world in these fast you don't know how fast you're going because they're so comfortable inside you don't get a sense of the speed yeah
1: you 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 are getting you get this isolation and this feeling of um, and
0: you are isolated every which way because everything's fly by wire so you don't have any sense of the road very much you know these cars now are so you're just in a little you're playing a video game you're barely driving the car you know whereas people used to have to actually drive a car Mm-hmm. So I don't know. That that makes some sense. That they could, those things could all be factors. But again, I didn't actually listen. It. I'm only reporting the headlines.
1: Oh <laughs> my gosh!
0: Um, but yeah, anyway, so I thought that was an interesting little follow up that I saw related to something you had brought up before.
1: So did you also see that Florida now is not accepting validity of some states' driver's license?
0: No, I had not seen that. So what's that mean? So How does that work?
1: any state that lets um, Oh,
0: God. Seriously? <laughs> Go ahead. Keep going.
1: <laughs> so if your state happens to let um, a, a non-citizen get a driver's license. I'm, I'm saying non-citizen, meaning you could be here for I'm, other. You're legal.
0: You're, you're legal, documented.
1: But you could also be undocumented. But you could be documented. But if your state allows you to get a license, without being a citizen, then Florida is not gonna recognize that driver's license. So if you're in in Florida and you get pulled over with one of those driver's license, you will be fined for driving without a license. Why is this one of their big things? Why is, why, what, David, why? Yeah. Did you see that?
0: I did not see this, no and i was kind of checking to see does it look like it really happened or are they just talking about this but it looks like there is a law and it's uh yeah certain certain licenses are now no longer valid in florida yep you know so so
1: it's connecticut delaware hawaii rhode island vermont
0: so everybody in that state yep. can't drive there so right it's not just undocumented no. people can't drive there's anyone Anybody with a license from that state. Right.
1: So if you are in, if you're a Connecticut uh, citizen and you drive down to Florida, you are no longer a licensed driver. Why is this top of his, why is this at the top of the list? Yeah. Why does this make sense?
0: Well, I mean, he's, he, he loves to showboat.
1: Well, well okay. Well, let's talk about showboating him again. So, um. Wait, let me get, go back. I can see the, uh, I'm going to try to give you a, Never mind. I'm not
0: going to give it to you. So it was (laughs) Connecticut, Delaware, Hawaii, and Vermont.
1: Rhode Island.
0: Uh, Also Rhode Island. Yeah. This one says certain licenses issued, not everybody. I don't know. But anyway, that's why I always want to check these things. Like how real is this thing? And also, is it going to be enforced? Is anyone going to really enforce that?
1: It's a very good question because that brings up to something that else we talked about. So is it going to be enforced? So how much does is um, the Florida Police Department support DeSantis? Oh, no, it says you're
0: out-of-state license, is no longer valid if the driver is in the U.S. illegally.
1: Uh, but but you have a legal driver's license.
0: Yeah. So, Yeah. That's kind of interesting, like, so A, is it ever gonna be enforced? I mean, how many drivers in Florida sure even have a license now? now?
1: <laughs> but my question is, is like, does does that police department really support DeSantos? Because we, we've, we've, okay, so we live in an area, we're fortunate, we are so fortunate, by the way, to live in an area. But w- when the Patriot Act came out, that was so unfair to our basic our basic rights. There are certain cities around us that said they were not going to enforce the Patriot Act because it was a real violation of our
0: our rights. privacy our rights privacy, and our yeah. privacy right.
1: So um, there are now counties that are coming out that you and I talked about. In fact, just this morning, counties in Utah and a couple other states, Minnesota, a other states, that are going strictly um, constitutionalists, meaning that if it's not in the Constitution, if it's not one of the amendments, they're not enforcing that law.
0: I don't see how they can do that. Because again, it's kind of interpretation and the judges are the ones who interpret, it, interpret I'm that. I'm say so. go for it. I mean, it's all worth a try. I mean, it does seem like any law enforcement has to be sort of selective on what they enforce it just is how it works it's it's a awful situation law enforcement
1: is already selective. that's what i'm saying they, they are it's already saying. selective before right. the, before any of this comes up they're already selective
0: oh for they sure they decide
1: who they're going to pull over they're going to decide how fucking hardball they're going to be right they're going to decide. whether you tear lights they're out. they're going to decide behind. whether i mean i've talked my way out of a ticket
0: right but not everybody can
1: not everybody can
0: exactly yeah I mean, sure, they're already selective. even that at that point. But, yeah, exactly. Oh, we have a dog here. Yeah, oh.
1: we do. Oh,
0: I guess we know who's here.
1: Yeah, <laughs> we do.
0: Um, okay. Do you want to wrap up quickly no. then, or are we no. okay? No, we're good. Okay.
1: But-
0: All right, yeah. That's weird. That would be interesting how that plays out. I'll have to look into that a little bit more. I'll send me some info on that, and I'll look into it. I didn't really see that. So let's see. What do I have that's sort of serious, or do you want to order some silly ones?
1: No, we. Well, you know what I did. Find, well, there was a, things that were super serious to me. Was that um, DeSantis fired all of his staff, his uh, campaign staff?
0: Oh, I didn't see okay. that. I not, saw him talking not about not
1: all of it, but, but most right. of his campaign staff. So he filed. He.
0: I saw he, that his campaign was saying they were having some trouble.
1: So he he fired everybody. And, um, so we'll have to see what happens with that. And then, um, I was very saddened to learn more about Lisa Marie Presley's death.
0: Yeah, that was interesting. I don't remember that.
1: Well, we all thought that we all thought that she died of a heart attack. Didn't we? What did you think she died of?
0: Yeah, I thought so. I don't remember the details, but I certainly don't, don't remember it being what you were saying. They're saying it is now.
1: Yeah, so it was a a um, a bowel obstruction, be from um from a certain surgery that she had.
0: That that sounds awful.
1: It sounds terrible.
0: Yes, yeah, so I guess DeSantis fired like a dozen people on his staff. He also oh. sent that memo out saying, "It only looks like we're in bad shape. We're not really in bad shape." Uh,
1: <laughs> I can't believe though that Trump's in good shape.
0: Yeah, that's the state of the country right now
1: Pennsylvania is underwater more yeah. more mass shootings no new shows are coming out you know we the uh, all the shows usually start in um August and September that's not going to happen all the new tv shows
0: yeah so speaking of the presidential stuff so, do you have you heard of this thing, No Labels? This group called No Labels.
1: No, I have. I think
0: not. I think I've, I've talked about it before, but they've been around for a while, and I've always been sort of suspicious of them, just like I'm kind of suspicious of that Link, Lincoln group effort. You know, it's talks. You know, sort of, a, they're like Republicans against the Republicans kind of thing, and mm-hmm. uh, you know, and they were very hard on. They're they're very anti-Trump. That's their that's their new mission, really. Is mostly they're anti-Trump. But this no labels group has always been a little suspicious to me. They talk about being nonpartisan and um, moderate and stuff like that. That's their big thing. But they seem to have a lot. They seem to be very big business. They seem mm-hmm. to be very big business friendly. And that seems to be what they're about, really, kind of under the curtain. But anyway, so they're talking about possibly doing a, running a third party candidate, which, you know, obviously could have a if, if, suppose that this candidate is a moderate candidate, um, you know, most people are saying that would probably hurt Biden more than Trump, right? Um, so, um, you know, and again, we've, we, this third party thing is also complicated because we always kind of say we want one, then when one comes along, we sort of say, well, I don't want a spoiler. Right. So we say we don't want this two party system and we say we don't want the choice of lesser of evils. But we're usually so focused on an evil that we don't want a third party to come in and be a spoiler and make the evil win. And in this case, you know, they say uh, they say their mission is specifically they don't want Donald Trump to be president. But if they do their research and it shows that, well, if they run this candidate, that's more likely to make Trump win then they are they would be sort of going against their own mission you know stated mission that they don't want Trump to become president if right. they run this candidate. So I don't know if you have any what you if you have any thoughts on this. They they think the candidate might be um who do they think this candidate might be? I forget now who they thought the no labels candidate would be. Oh, Manchin. No. You know the Democrat senator. No. Um no. But
1: um with Vice President Kirsten what's her name?
0: I don't know. I don't know who the vice president choice would be. I don't know if that would really matter. Yeah, no. Yeah. So, but, but not not only that, I mean the, right. So how many votes could Manchin get, right? Is Manchin really going to be a serious contender in this election?
1: Is Manchin popular?
0: Well, that's what I'm asking you. I'm
1: asking you. (laughs) Is he popular?
0: I mean, you could say he's a moderate, so he maybe has. Uh,
1: you could say it, but you'd be wrong.
0: Well, I mean, he's, I think you could, I'm saying there's a fair argument to make that he's a moderate. I mean, and he fits the the labels, you know, idea of sort of business friendly pretty well. Um, But is, could he really get enough? I don't think, I think they'd be going against, even though like, obviously we all talk about we want third parties to play in these races. Yeah,
1: we, we do always want third parties. I agree.
0: But like in this case, I'm not sure it would be a wise choice. I mean, I think he would siphon votes off Biden. And it's not going to be that many votes, but it's going to maybe be enough to make a difference. I mean, like these elections are they're hair—they're—they're knife edge.
1: So let's let's look at the
0: best possible outcome
1: on this. That it the, the um. So the your choices are Biden, Trump, Mansion.
0: Yeah, unless, <laughs> right, unless anything changes. Yeah. No,
1: this is from where right we sit now. today. Right, right. Where we sit today, your best choices are, Biden. Manchin, Trump. Those are not great choices. No. They're not great choices. <laughs> and why would, so Manchin, you think Manchin's gonna drain off more? He's not gonna drain any Trump cho- choices at all. Probably not. People that love Trump are love Trump. Well,
0: off that group, but that, you know, the group that matters to Trump under either party winning is gonna be, I don't know, these independents, let's say, are they really independent? I don't know. They're, but I mean, I think it's these swing states, right? How many right?
1: independents are there really? I mean, there's people who... There's mean, people you know.
0: that claim they're independents, but they actually vote partisan almost all the time. So a lot of people don't like to be associated with a party and call themselves an independent. But when you look at how they vote, they vote partisan all the time. They never they never don't vote partisan, very rarely. There's very small percentage of people that switch back and forth.
1: But I think people but are, it is that I think small people percentage are mad matters. at Manchin. So but people in the Democratic Party are mad at Manchin enough that they would not vote for him. Manchin's a terrible right, choice. But some moderates
0: might vote for him. No they wouldn't. Some moderates and some no, they
1: wouldn't. No, they wouldn't because well in, what? in the way I think, in my crazy head, the way I think, because he's already fucked up enough of these votes for him. Manchin's the way why we have so many of these things that have already passed. Well I mean,
0: if you're moderate you would say, Manchin's the reason why we don't have too many radical, we didn't get all the radical left things passed. And you'd be happy what, about that.
1: Okay, what radical left things?
0: I'm saying that's what I a moderate know, would know, say. That's what a moderate. That's what some moderates would say. So Manchin was good to moderate the radical left or the, the far left, the far, far left proposals and, t- and temper them down a little bit. Right? No. But that's what they would say. That's what some moderates would say. And they'd be that they, you know, but again, I don't think he's he's like you know, you, you, like you say, Trump's going to get his base, Biden's going to get a base, and then Manchin might get some of them, some of those middle ones. So, what percentage is that going to be? Right, it's not going to be a very big percentage. He's not going to get Trump's base. There's no way, and he's probably not going to get a lot of the no, hardline it, de- Democrat. But base. the
1: hardline Democrats are mad at him for switching. That's what I'm
0: saying. So they're not. He's not going to get their votes. So he can't win. Basically, he can't win because he's not going to get either of those bases. So why is... All these parties have to get their base plus some independence. And this is why a third party is so hard to get because you can't steal the base. I mean, Trump sort of stole the base by becoming a Republican and making a new base. You know, it's almost like the anti-Republican Republican. -Republican. You know, they hate the Republicans. They're all rhinos.
1: So, (laughs) but Trump, Trump, okay, so... Trump has been indicted now,
0: In two places so far. Not
1: so far, but with this, with the big indictment now,
0: yeah. the federal one, yeah,
1: the federal indictment. So there's there the investigation is still going on. Who else are they waiting to indict? Are they waiting to indict him again?
0: They might indict him for more stuff. Either something to do with the fake electors, something to do with January sixth, and they may indict some other people too. Who knows? Okay.
1: But so, uh, so right now, it, it seems to me that Trump's tactic to get out of this
0: is win the election.
1: <laughs> Nick, we're going to push it back. We need more time. My my attorneys don't have security clearance to look at this stuff. That, right, but
0: wise want to push it back so that's right. the election happens. The election happens first. Speed, plus,
1: speedy trial, speedy trial. The speedy trial is supposed to be meant for the convicted, right?
0: For the defendant, but it's also for both. But, yeah, it's, it's more for the defendant, right? And I guess they could say, well, okay, we'll revoke your bail and put you in jail until this trial happens. It could you know, They could. They're not going to do that. He doesn't have bail. I know. He's out on his own. But I'm saying we could, wait, we could, they revo- could revoke that
1: revo- and say, revo- well,
0: we'll just put you in jail then. And they he not want a speedy Who trial. Who would
1: say that?
0: No one's going to say that. I'm saying they technically could. You want to wait a long time? Okay, then we'll just put you in jail while you wait. That would be fine. Sure. Wait as long as you want. Right. he would if he was in jail he wouldn't want to wait no which is one reason why you have the speedy trial thing right
1: but with this whole um second running for president and his family wants nothing to do with this except for junior and eric
0: and even them though they seem soft on it junior well maybe not junior junior's got nothing else going on <laughs> i still i still think he's soft on it compared to where he was before
1: yeah, uh I just I can we I uh, I just don't want Trump to not
0: outrage anymore. Well, I know, and people forget what that was like every day. Every day it was something, and we just forget. Like, oh yeah, no, this is worse now. We're worse now, right? Oh yes, yeah, worse now. Really, you don't remember what it was like? You
1: know what's outrageous? What? Let's talk about what's outrageous. Okay. The water in Florida is ninety-seven degrees.
0: Yeah, I know Low that's crazy. Huh? It's warmer than our pool.
1: The ocean water is ninety-seven degrees. That is devastating. We think we only really think about, oh, how's that feel when we go into that? The marine life there, right. this is devastating for marine life.
0: Well, it's really affecting not just Florida, but I mean all up and down, all around the country, it's affecting our our um
1: why fishing did that industry. water get so freaking hot?
0: So I don't know. Quickly, and it's weird on the West Coast, the water's like cold.
1: Yeah, our water's cold.
0: Which is weird because it's like, and that's part of why we have this issue. The inland temperature is hot.
1: Our water's always cold.
0: I know. It's like, yeah, I don't know. It seems like people always
1: think that we live like at Baywatch. And right. I remember someone asking our son once, Oh, wow, do your parents surf to work? <laughs> <laughs>
0: And also, like you live in California, so I'll just go to LA and then turn which way. It's like California's a big state, dude.
1: (laughs) But Florida's water, I mean, when they said to, you know, I like warm water. Don't get me wrong. I love warm water. But when they said that Florida's water is 97 degrees, I was horrified and scared. This is scary. Yeah. This is super scary. And I don't know
0: enough about like all. Like how crazy it is, or how scared we well, should it's, be. Well,
1: it's killing all the um, coral reefs. They're bleaching out all the coral reefs.
0: Yeah, and it, I know that it's had a devastating impact to the fishing industry yes. and the shellfish industry. Well, Not only in Florida, but I, I mean, know other we bought crab
1: today, and that was devastating.
0: Yeah. <laughs> all right. Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna finish off with a couple of my my sort of funny ones, or silly ones, or odd ones. So one is and this is kind of got a visual so we'll see how well it works but oh boy Um uh, in Japan they introduced the first salmon ATM where you can go up to a vending machine and get a salmon
1: nope. no no <laughs> yes. no no
0: and again here's what oh, it looks like
1: no no I don't want
0: to. So it's basically a vending machine that looks like an ATM where you can get yourself a salmon <laughs>
1: that's a joke
0: it's got to be a oh it's it's norwegian it's got to be a joke right it can't be real norwegian salmon i thought it was in japan though i don't know maybe i'm wrong i thought the atms were in japan but you get norwegian seaman, salmon. salmon oh, boy, that'd be a whole different vending oh, machine oh wow that's a whole different vending machine yeah <laughs> but yeah it seems it's kind of got to be fake right that can't be a real thing that's just like a that's, marketing no that's nope. a marketing no nope. That's a marketing thing that didn't really happen. We're going to pretend that didn't happen. We haven't
1: been to Japan, so we don't know.
0: Um, And then I also, did you know that the U.S. Postal Service has collected 452 lost cremated remains? Because you can send your.
1: You can mail it.
0: You can mail it.
1: Yeah, but you have to declare what it is. But so they're saying that that wherever they were sent that the other end didn't accept it or that wasn't.
0: The package just got lost.
1: What do you mean got lost? (laughs) Okay, but once you found them.
0: Right. Once you found them, can't you figure out who they belong to? Right. But it says it has 452 packages filled with cremated remains it cannot identify, including one that has been there for more than eight years.
1: What do you, okay. How does, yeah. How does
0: this Uh, happen? Okay. okay. Wait, okay. So it's the USPS is the only legal way to ship remains. Stop, 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 stop. Okay.
1: Okay. So they're lost. Because the address that they were being sent in, sent to was not correct.
0: It doesn't. They were undeliverable or unidentifiable. Okay. remains Okay. Undeliverable.
1: Und- that means that the address something
0: ad- was went wrong. Yeah. Went right, wrong. Right.
1: Okay. So it's called return to sender.
0: You'd think, right? But right. Like, can they not? Is the sender labeling gone or something? Did something happen to these packages? I mean, yeah doesn't make sense to me why they can't just figure out who they are so, by, right, by so asking they have, the people that mail so, them.
1: So they have an inventory of unclaimed cremated remains. This, this is what you're telling me, right? Right. Okay.
0: Well, and, and they're, I guess they're unclaimed because the post-sort of doesn't know who they are somehow. Like the labels so are fallen off or who knows what.
1: Oh, the labels.
0: I mean, for some reason, they don't know who these people are.
1: I like how you how you say, oh, the label's fallen off.
0: <laughs> well, I mean, I don't know why they don't know who they are. I'm just yes. thinking that could be one reason this, We have
1: many questions. Right, we have
0: all the questions and none of the answers. None of the again. answers.
1: So they don't know who they're going to and they don't know who they came from. Hmm. Right. Well, it, okay, so, Cremated remains can only be sent through USPS.
0: That's what it says. There's only so a legal way to do it. I'm sure you can't send it through it UPS otherwise. or uh, FedEx or I guess not legally.
1: Okay. And there's how many? 400? They and... have
0: 452 that they can't identify. I mean, I'm sure a since, lot more than that since, gets sent since, since uh, forever, I guess. Not bad. Yeah, I don't think it's that bad. <laughs> That's what number. I'm saying.
1: Not bad. But I'm also saying. um How many of you guys are looking for those cremated remains?
0: So remain, I know, remains must be shipped via Priority Mail Express and have a giant orange sticker attached to the side of the box. The sticker used to be teal. Okay. (laughs) They're also supposed to be handled differently than other Priority Mail Express packages. But again, differently how, they don't tell us. I don't know, but anyway, yeah, I thought that was like, okay, that's interesting, but yeah, again, okay, here's, there's lack of data. Here's
1: a question I have for you. So these are cremated remains. Can they still um, extract DNA of, uh, DNA so. from cremated remains? I
0: don't think so. I'm going to look that are up.
1: You, do you not think do so not do know. you know so? I do so. not
0: know, so no, I do not know.
1: But you think that that is not?
0: I think that's not really possible at that point, yeah. But again, huh. who knows, maybe. I mean, it might depend. No, I don't think you can, but um, all right. Okay.
1: Wait, stop right now. Um, Okay. Anybody? Okay. I I realize there's strikes going on right now for actors and writers, but I have an idea for a show. (laughs) (laughs) The show is we're going to reunite these cremated remains with their owners. It's going to be like,
0: don't F with cats, except (laughs) except it's going to be cremated (laughs) remains
1: right uh, someone, and i guarantee you some of them are going to be very simple it's going to be done in one half hour right and one half hour show this is the show we're going to find we're going to take one box of cremated remain every week we're going to take one box of cremated remains off the shelf and we're going to follow it through till we find out at least who cremated it because you have to know who cremated it you'd think and then who it belongs to okay are you in with me?
0: Sure. We've got to go okay. pitch that.
1: Any producers out there? <laughs> this is my idea. I want full full credit. I'll cut you in, but I want full credit for this. This is, this is a reality show. 100%, right? Yeah. Would you watch this? Would you watch this show? It done Leave well, a sure. comment. Would you watch this?
0: Show? <laughs> yeah. Um, And then I, I, and then you can finish with something. And my next one is um, a third of U.S. couples have opted for a sleep divorce. That's a third. That's a big number.
1: Okay. Um, Back up. (laughs) Um, Does that mean you and I are not sleeping together? Not
0: like you're not sleeping in the same room anymore. Like somebody snores too much, or I don't know some reason like that.
1: You know what? Okay.
0: So one third—that's a lot. That's
1: a—that's a lot. But I'm also saying, okay, good for you. Right. Whatever works. If you if if sleeping in separate rooms makes your marriage work, good good for you. But it's also like, okay, what whatever.
0: You get visitation rights every once in a while.
1: A sleep tour. <laughs> sleep divorce. But you know what's funny is like our son forever. He used to always call our our bedroom mom's room.
0: <laughs> for sure. Remember that? Oh yeah. <laughs>
1: I'm gonna put this in mom's room. Hey, this is in mom's room. But it was like you, you finally looked at him, He goes, "Where's my room?" And he, <laughs> and he looked. He looked. At you and went, "I don't know." <laughs>
0: <laughs> you don't really have one. <laughs>
1: <laughs> this
0: is mom's room. Oh, uh, you know something? We didn't we didn't talk about that movie, which I'm not going to talk about now. It's,
1: what movie? But you the have to talk sound about of
0: whatever. No. So we'll come back to that.
1: Okay. Next. No, we are going to talk about this because I am going to say that. Stay tuned. We have so much to go on this because this is going to lead into next week. We were we were calmly, quietly, we went and saw a movie for the first time since COVID. Since right. so, the first time we seen a movie since in lockdowns. three years. Yeah. And we used to go to the movies all the time. So the first movie we saw in three years it was a big deal for us. We cut. We made it a big date night. We went to um, went and got a little bit of dinner. It was an unexciting dinner, but we went and got a big dinner. Not big dinner. We got dinner and we we went and made sure we got there early for, because um, I love the previews. I love the previews. You are, <laughs> right. You're lukewarm on the previews. I love, but you knew I love the previews. We went, got the popcorn, did the whole thing. And someone, as we were sitting outside the theater, kind of finishing our dinner, someone said, Oh, you should go see.
0: Of sound of freedom sound of
1: freedom it's fantastic and i kind of i did it didn't register that that's what they're talking about at that time and i went uh okay i think and then i wish i would have said to her yeah not mm, no
0: <laughs> yeah
1: the more i and so i really went into a deep dive because i heard people kind of t- talking in the th- in, as we walked through getting our popcorn doing the whole things that we never did. Talking about oh sound of freedom, sound of freedom. It's like, what is this movie? What's going on? This is we can do a whole episode on this, and maybe next week we will.
0: Yeah, we definitely can talk about it for a while. Maybe not a whole episode, but talk about it for a little while.
1: There's enough information to do a whole episode. Yeah,
0: yeah, there is, but I don't know if we should do it.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I, I I could talk for an hour on this show.
0: All right. Well, we'll plan on chatting about that next week. See what's hey, send that.
1: your comments because we will address them for sure.
0: Yeah, for sure. All right. Well, um, anyone want to finish with anything else?
1: I just want to say, hey, I love you. Hey. Cheers.
0: Cheers. All right, folks, I guess we'll wrap up for tonight. Feel free to uh, message me any ideas that you have.
1: He does love me even though he doesn't say it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, feel free to message me with any ideas you have for the show or for this little show anyway, or even my other show. If you if you listen to the Outrage Overload podcast, let me know what you think about that. I'm always open to ideas there and ideas for guests and other things. So yeah, message me. We always like to get uh, feedback from listeners and also um, ideas if you have things you'd like us to chat about. All right, folks, we'll have a good evening and we will catch you next time. Good night. Good night.